0: Hi, this is Charlene Jones, your host for Off the Top. Again, our thanks to Joe Burton for the lovely intro music and to Gary Burke for helping us with all aspects of technology. We are again honoured to have Linda Stitt with us and those of you who are fortunate enough to have heard her last time are in for an even further treat today. So, Linda, please give our listeners at Whistle Radio 102.7 the honour of the first
1: poem... Okay, I'm going to read you some poems from uh, my book, Adjust Your Set, which was published uh, a long time ago. And this one's called The Mattress Side. I was not her firstborn, not her only child, but by some mishap of my birth, some changing rage, some malevolent mutation, I have wandered from my mother's line. And made a family of my desires. My pleasure was my power. I created a god who gave me dominion and took my mother for my slave, my wet nurse and my concubine. I have bound her with fetters ripped from her sinews and throttled her with a garrotte fashioned from her own stripped veins. I have blinded her with acid and fouled her tears with my excrement. I wear her teeth as bracelets, and smear my face with the secretions of her glands. I have torn out her hair, and plucked the down from her limbs, to adorn myself in savage splendor. I have committed conflagrations, infernos, holocausts upon her skin, and paid no heed to her convulsions. I have poured greed and hatred and holy wars down her throat, and masturbated against her thighs as she shuddered, writhed, and vomited molten agony. I have shattered her eardrums, and stolen her voice with noxious thunder, poisoned her exhalations of sweet grass, cedar, sage, and uncorrupted smoke with mephitic fulminations of debauchery. I have sucked dry her bountiful teats, which withheld nothing, and unsatisfied sunk my ravening fangs into her breast and gorged herself, myself, upon her blood. I have flattened her mounds with merciless blows and filled her crevices with degradation. I have pierced her organs and gulped her juices and cannibalized my siblings who sought a gentler share. I have saddened her and shamed her, degraded and debauched her, and yet she loved me and cradled me in her vast generosity, even as she died. And now I lie shivering against her cold, bruised belly, pinching and kneading and clawing the moribund flesh and shrieking in slack-jawed, uncomprehending terror, More! More! Give me more!
0: That is such a
1: horrifying image and a really
0: profoundly disturbing poem. It's a profoundly disturbing world. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> you know, And true to the poet, you are describing the
1: disturbance. Yes, one just has to step outside that. I'm going to read you a poem called, I am always with you, he said. Deep within the now, the honey nectar of the moment present, is freedom. The universe peeks at me around a crinkled corner, squints at me from a dusty sunbeam, winks at me in a diamond ice drop, beckons me from a mirrored window, opens its infinitely petaled flower, presents itself in countless aspects. How could one, dancing in totality, be fettered by desire? Nothing is absent. Nothing is omitted. Nothing is excluded. In each particle of the all, all is
0: Well, that's the antidote to the first poem. (laughs) Allows us to decide upon which we want to dwell. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) This one's called The Authority. I miss it still, having him to ask about every question and any task. How to wire a plug, shampoo a rug pros and cons of a Volkswagen bug, how to build a fire, how to change a tire, how to dress a lesion and strip a wire, where the fish are caught, how to tie a knot, how to sit a canter and post a trot, how to cinch a girth, help a mare give birth, a gelding's age and what he's worth, How to thread a pipe, how to hunt a snipe, how to tell if a cantaloupe is ripe, where to dig a well, who has land to sell, how lintel and sash are built parallel, how to sharpen a knife, live a blameless life, the proper department for a wife. What there was to know, he knew, and he tried to tell me a time or two, The what, the where, the how. But hell, I didn't listen then, and I probably wouldn't now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So true. That lovely cutting edge right at the end. Very, very um, sharp.
1: (laughs) Okay, this one's called Just Call It Love. Love. I woke up this morning with nothing to say, no reason to kick off the covers, until I decided this must be the day for writing a poem just for lovers, for lovers of every dimension and shape, of all inclinations and sizes, whatever our languages, ages, or shades, whatever our masks and disguises. For those who are awkward and shy about love, and those who are brazen and bold. For those who came loving into the world, or found love when they had grown old. For those to whom love is a finite reserve laid by for relations and friends, and those who go squandering boundless amounts from accounts whose supply never ends. For those to whom love is a burden at times, and those who can carry it lightly. For those who are ponderous bores about love, and those who are witty and sprightly. (laughs) For those to whom love is a place in the soul where the gifts of the cosmos converge, and those to whom love is a thing of the flesh, a mere biological urge for those who are frozen and icy in love and others who tremble and burn, for those to whom love came as simply as breath and those who have struggled to learn, for those who must keep love within easy reach and those who can love across oceans, for those who have ironclad rules about love and those who have whimsical notions. For those to whom love is a holiday treat, a nice place to spend a vacation, and those to whom love is a full-time career, a 24-hour occupation. For those who are miserly hoarders of love and those who can never say no, who fling it through windows and bounce it off walls and give it wherever they go. For those who are fully acquainted with love and dine every night at its table. For those who are ignorant failures at love and fear they will never be able. For all of us lovers, and all of us are, whatever our foibles or strengths, let's love to the limit and even beyond. Let's go to inordinate lengths. Let's love And let love be our glue and our guide. Let love be our choice and selection. If we let love connect us, then love will direct us and love us along to perfection. (laughs) Or as close as we could get.
0: (laughs) Well said. And now one of my favorite poems
1: by you. This poem is 20 years old now, and it's called So Far. Well, I'm 60, and I've hit my stride. I've gained my soul and I've lost my pride. Now there's nothing to lose and nothing to hide so far. Boogied on my birthday at the Café May, the love was flowing every which way. Seems to me like we're doing okay so far. I'm the same age as Elizabeth Taylor, so hi there, honey, and hey there, sailor, because she sure hasn't let 60 derail her so far. I treat my body with respect. Well, maybe a little benign neglect. It serves as well as I protect so far. If you want to listen, I'll tell you the truth. 60 isn't the fountain of youth. I'm long in the tits and long in the tooth so far. Life is suffering and life is pain and I'd rather not pass this way again. But I'll laugh as long as I remain so far. Life and I, we've made a pact. We're getting along just fine. In fact... I'm not even trying to clean up my act so far. (laughs) The memory leaves a lot to chance, but the heart's still harboring romance and the feet just want to get up and dance so far. I'm on the go and I'm in my prime. I may start slow, but I can stop on a dime. And it feels so good when I take my time so far. There are no limits to how we can grow. If the mind is clear, it will tell us so. Ignore the doubts that say you just go so far. There aren't so many things I could, but there are fewer that I should. So it's all to the good. So far, so good. So far.
0: Wonderful, (laughs) and thank you. We probably need one more poem. And let that be the, uh, the answer to all of our prayers, which is one more poem from Linda. Linda,
1: did you? <laughs> the answer to all our prayers, like, are you going to stop now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ways I love being around to
1: call me up on it. Here's one. Okay, this is called Testament. I shall be reborn in 10,000 things as a spark of loving kindness an atom of compassion, a jot of joy, an iota of equanimity. All I have to bequeath is some mote of matter redeemed, some small consciousness and the aspiration to evolve. Watch your breath. In every moment, you inhale the essence of countless Buddhas past and present. Be mindful. You are the coming into being of realization conferred by a transcendent universe. I endeavor to train myself to refrain from that which binds us all to suffering and separation. I leave you my little successes and the great work. To be done. Are you leaving us now? I'm sorry to know it, Linda,
0: for this moment, but we're going to come back with you again. Will you come back on to uh, Off the Top with us? Absolutely, any time. Wonderful, and thank you so much. That's been a wonderful program of Off the Top, and thanks for listening, listeners, of Whistle Radio 102.7. Charlene Jones signing off for today.